Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. We appreciate everybody that's tuning in. This podcast is now up on YouTube. You can find us. All you got to do is type in the Big Honker Podcast, and uh, all of our episodes are up there now. So go check it out. Subscribe. Hit the like and subscribe button. I bet you hadn't heard that before a million times. The hunting season is over. The boring days of the waiting until September to get here. And listening to the Big Honker Podcast, apparently. And we do appreciate everyone for listening. We want to thank our sponsors. First sponsor is Alpha Outdoor Specialties, which is also our newest sponsor. And they're coming out with the Stanfield Stool, which we will release by the end of the month. So it was Alpha Outdoor Specialties. They can do anything. Fabrications, they got it all. Alpha Outdoor Specialties. And we will have a lot more on Alpha Outdoor Specialties after we release the Stanfield Stool, which will be the new way to hunt in comfort in an A-frame or a pit blind. No more hemorrhoids. Nope. I'm sitting on a bucket for too long. Alpha Outdoor Specialties. And then let's talk about Dive Bomb. It is the end of the year. The One of the major selling points of Dive Bomb is they are easy to pack away when the season is over. Especially if you get the bags like I've been telling you to do for the last three years. You get the bags, you put them away, clean them off, hose them off, do whatever you got to do, let them dry. Back in the bags, back in storage. For us, we just... Uh, we, we cleaned out our trailers and uh loaded them back up so it's an easy storage solution you don't have to take up a whole grain silo like you do with those clunky ass full bodies to me that is really packing them up is kind of the best thing uh in my mind and they're sitting ready to roll next year as soon as we ready to go to hunt we could go to north dakota in august if we wanted to to hunt and we could pull a trailer up there and it's ready to go uh, they got some new products on the market. They got the uh, kickback laydown chair. So if you're looking for that, it's got armrests and a nice, uh, hell, I think it'll even give you a massage if you get the deluxe version. But they got a lot of cool new products. You can check them out at divebombindustries.com. And if you're looking for an uh, easy way to uh, get away from the bulk of full bodies, Dive Bomb is definitely the way to go. And our boys over at Boss. Brandon and them got it going on. Folks. All made in America. It only, it's like a train. Only takes one. You don't have to shoot them three times to kill them. It takes one. They've had they've had product all winter. You've had to order them in the morning to get them by the time the day's out. I had a guy message me today and said, Jeff, I'm coming to see you next November. When do I need to order my boss? I said, as soon as you want to do it. He said, I ordered it. It's on the way now. It so doesn't go bad. If you come to the Big Honker Lodge, you can order your boss. Have it sent directly to the lodge. Pick it up when you're here. Guys from California that hunt with me, a lot of them order all their shells, have them delivered here, pick them up when they leave on a hunt because they can't get them in California without going through a bunch of paperwork and pain in the ass so if you want a boss that's the way to go that's bossshotshells.com hardest workers ever i mean to to be faced with what they have had to overcome this this uh this waterfowl season with the supply chain and all that other bullshit and to have inventory in stock ready to roll my hat's off to them they pulled it off uh they're the best in the business so that's that's who you should spend your money with bossshotshells.com some more people you should spend your money with are the boys up there, Spoke Compton, Washington, Mr. Trevor, Austin, Alex Jurgis, Pacific Calls. If you want to call in a bird, they've got a call for you. Whether you're chasing lessers, honkers, specks, snows, turkeys, turkeys coming up, they're a one-stop shop. And they are incredible guys. Um, if you want some custom engravings or whatever, I'm sure they'll be more than happy to oblige you. Just drop them a message, PacificCustomCalls.com. They've also got some sweet-looking gear that they're getting ready to release, uh, hats, shirts, and stuff stuff of the like. And I've gotten more messages about this. They said, hey, I saw you were wearing a Smoke'em shirt on the YouTube channel. 
How do I get that? Well, it's easy. You go to PacificCustomCalls.com. They just got a fresh batch up yesterday, and they're not going to last very long. So check them out, PacificCustomCalls.com, and uh, tell them the Big Honker Podcast people sent you. We're also brought to you by Shin Gear Waiters, the best waiters that are on the market right now. They're so comfortable. I mean, it's like you're walking on clouds. It really is. I didn't get to wear them a whole lot. I only got to wear them a couple times, as a matter of fact. But the times that I did, I did not want to. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to come out of them. I, I I could easily see myself dry land hunting in, a, in an A-frame with shin gears on. I mean, they're that comfortable. You don't know that they're on you. The boots are incredible. The fabric uh, around your your torso and your legs are impeccable. They're tough. They're resistant, and they come with a with a guarantee that they're going to stand behind their product for as long as you stand in them. So if you spring a leak, you call the people over at Shin Gear, and they'll get you taken care of in a reasonable amount of time. It's not like other companies where you have to order two pair of waders just to have one. You send them to them, they fix them in a, in a short amount of time, they send them right back to you, you're ready to rock. I haven't had one person tell me that they – and everybody we're a sponsor from, people give us feedback on them. Right. I haven't had one person give feedback yet that they had problems with waders. Not no. one person. And no. We've been, they've been sponsored for six months. It's the best. If you get what you pay for in this country. We ought to know right. that by now. If you get on Amazon and you buy something and it's cheap, usually you're getting a cheap product. If you buy something and you pay for good quality service and it costs a little bit more, you're getting what you're paying for with Machine Gear. It's exactly what you get. Good quality product with great customer service. That's ShinGear.com. We're also brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's the way I start my morning every day out here at the Big Honker Lodge. If your coffee sucks, it's not the duck. The Missouri Boat Ride Blend, the best that there is. Ever since I've had COVID coffee, has kind of had this bitter, weird taste to it. The Missouri Boat Ride, I do not get that. Little hints of sugar, and I'm out the door. Thermos is ready to rock and roll. Incredible people over there at Dirty Duck Coffee. They're always trying to find a new blend that works for everybody. But I'm telling you, if you get yourself the Missouri Boat Ride Blend, you will not be disappointed. They're going to uh, hunting shows right now. I saw, I think they're at uh, the Houston, Houston Safari Club. Houston Safari Club. So if you're, if you're in the Houston area, uh, go check them out. I'm sure they'd be delighted to shake your hand and sell you a nice bag of premium roast coffee. It's delicious. Dirty Duck Coffee. You won't be disappointed. Also, we're brought to you by Lucky Duck, maker of the best A-frame that is on the market, the Lucky Duck 2x4 Blind. It fits four grown men as advertised. It's tough. It's durable. Uh, take your hide wherever you go. Uh, they also make waterproof spinners that are the best. And I tell you, another product that we just got turned on to is their goose flapper. We had uh, a very tough second half of our season, but actually the Lucky Duck goose flapper convinced some wary speckle bellies and honkers and some snow geese to just give it up on a dime. If you're running into that problem, maybe your geese are getting a little wary of the flag, put that goose flapper out. It does make a big difference. Um, it's remote operated. You can uh, you can change the wing cadence just off a touch of a button. You can turn it completely off. You can turn it on. Uh, they're easy to move around. So one morning we had them on the wrong side. Geese were finishing uh, where we didn't want them to. Picked them up, moved them. No problem at all. That is over at LuckyDuck.com. And I'm telling you, the more more tools you have in your tool chest, better off you'll be. LuckyDuck.com. Uh, also, we're brought to you by the boys at the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast, Mr. Logan Pyatt and Rebel Heron. Great guys. Uh, if you subscribe to their Patreon account, you can get full access to all the debauchery that they have going on over there. Uh, the bourbon review is still free to everybody, but if you want to hear 
uh, the nitty gritty and the good stuff. You got to pay a little bit. Go to their Patreon site, uh, pay your monthly subscription, and away you go. I think you can even spend up to 20 bucks if you want to. You can get the gold elite status. Uh, but they're great guys. They have a hell of a podcast. It's fun to watch them grow um, as podcast hosts. So we hope that you would tune in the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Also, we're brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. Take care of your four-legged critter. The quick-release system ensures that that dog is where you want it to be, and it does not take a step forward until you're ready for it to. Um, I, tell you, I, I use it every single morning. Hook it onto Lou. It's easy to use. Pull the chain, and then there he goes um, when I, whenever I'm ready to release him. It's got anchors and different hookups to where if you're hunting out of a boat or a pit blind or whatever you got, you can always set up your quick release system. Works everywhere. Also, they've got the field trauma kit, which I think every hunting bag needs, every pickup truck needs. Um, stop bleeding, stay warm, matches. I mean, it's got it all. Um, Alex Langbell has taken his career as a first responder, and he has put it all in a little bag for you. So if something bad happens, either to hunting buddy, your dog, you're ready to go. So check them out at Gundog Outdoors and at least get the field trauma kit because you need it. Also, we're brought to you by Steak Plains Meats. If you've seen the price of hamburger meat at the store, you would know why so many people are starting to buy bulk. They're getting these whole, uh, these whole steers. They're getting these whole beefs delivered. Um, if you've got the freezer space, it's definitely worth doing. Uh, hamburger meat's getting ridiculous. All the meat is getting ridiculous right now. But if you can, if you've got the storage, I would say everybody needs to stock up, buy in bulk. You can go to Steak Plains Meats down there in Crosbyton, Texas, um, and they will deliver to you. They do. They do custom order steaks. They do it all. It's just a nice old fashioned meat market, and that's what you need. And I'm telling you, we just got it. We just got a whole beef here delivered at the lodge the other day. It'll get you. It's going to get us through the summertime. We got three families. We'll take turns. Well, not take turns. We'll just get whatever we need to get out of it. Hamburger meat. Yesterday, I checked on price of hamburger meat. Almost seven dollars a pound. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that's what a steak was not long ago. Yeah. And so you you know if if you're on if you're on a budget you know take save a month's worth of money go get your stuff and save that meat because meat's going to be in high demand if you're buying it off grocery stores all the time. There's plenty of cattle in Texas. Buy it local. Go to a local meat place like Steak Plains Meats. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. If you're wanting dates for this coming waterfowl season, uh, you better get on the horn within the next couple of weeks because number one, we sell out most of our dates the year before. And what dates we do have left, uh, they're going pretty quick. I've got right now the week before Christmas and the week between Christmas and New Year's, I still have some dates open. If you want any of that, you better look, call me pretty fast. November dates are going real quick. we got an extra week of season we're going to get probably the November 5th week, so I have some of them dates still open. But if you want dates and you want on our calendar, you need to let me know pretty damn fast. And, yes, I do answer my phone. Had someone ask me that again today. It's really Jeff. Yeah. Is this really you, Jeff? Yes. Uh, nobody else is going to answer the phone around here. I don't even know how to answer it. <laughs> too fancy anyways call me or send an email goose at west w-e-s-t-e-x.net or jstanfield68 on instagram thank you so much god bless y'all okay boys and girls this episode of the podcast it is just jeff and i and uh we just got back from mexico we talk about that congrats to blake and emily on the engagement uh we talk about state of the union address top movies of all times we're, we're all over the place so we hope that you enjoy it here we go
Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought by Dirt, brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it's not the duck. Decision. It is not. Still starting my morning every day. With Dirty nice Duck Nice cup of the duck. Did you have the Missouri Boat Ride is what you've been drinking? Yes, the Missouri Boat Ride. It's still, it's the only, it's the only coffee. Had coffee in Mexico, and it tasted like shit. You so know, I, I need, I, I just got to like, I don't know how that would work, because I think drug smugglers... Don't they put, like, cocaine and wrap it up in coffee? Yes. I think I'd just be asking for problems. Uh, it would just be better if I could just suck it up on vacation. The Mexican coffee, usually I absolutely love, but since COVID, it doesn't taste the same to me. But Dirty Duck, that Missouri boat ride, sure, tastes really good for some reason, but it works really good. Yeah. We need to get him up here and get him on the podcast. He wants to do it in person. So, yes. Uh, we need to get that going eventually. That's in Jeff's corner, so Jeff will take care of that. That's in Jeff's corner. All right. This is Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver. Oh, we've not done that yet? We are at the Big Honker Lodge. We are back from vacation. we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about everything from politics to our vacation. And we're going to start with our vacation. We went to uh, Mexico. We went to Cancun on the first Big Honker podcast trip. Had over 20 people. It was a great time. We had a good time. Stayed at Planet Hollywood. Very a beautiful, beautiful resort. Uh. The trip to get to Cancun for us was hard. Last, I didn't think we were going to get there. No, we we Blake got engaged. Congratulations, so congratulations Blake, and to Blake and Emily. So we had to pick up a ring. Uh-huh. The, the plan original plan was we were flying out of Dallas Thursday morning at seven a.m. Tony was going to drive to Dallas on Wednesday earlier than us. He was going to meet Steve Barber, pick up Blake's ring. And we were going to catch a flight, go have dinner that night, catch a flight. We were not going to leave till about 7 o'clock. Right. And we were going to leave Knox City about 7 o'clock, drive to Dallas, catch flight Thursday morning. Well, Mother Nature decided we needed another after-goose season winter storm. In January, when this was all coming to be, I said, I hope it is a nasty motherfucker here, and I say arrivederci as we fly off on the plane. Little did I know, that's the, that's the one wish that I get. Yep, of all of them. You couldn't ask for shit in November. Couldn't ask for a million dollars. Couldn't ask for, you know, a, a, a long dong or anything like that. But by golly, I asked for snow in February. You better she, you better clarify it. that long dong thing. Long You're talking dong? about your own long dong and not someone else giving you one. Oh, yeah. Why would I want somebody else's long dong? When you talk to a genie and you ask for things, you got to be specific. You got to be very specific. Okay. So, yeah, you know evidently, I'm specific enough. So, we, uh, we on Thursday, Wednesday morning... My phone rings from Jesse, and they had changed our flight. Had, yep. can't, had moved it back, and they moved it back again. And I told her, I said, "Oh, don't worry about it. We're leaving at seven o'clock tomorrow morning. It's not supposed to be below, not supposed to really get below freezing, but like to thirty-one, we'll be fine in Dallas." Mm. Within an hour, boy, were you wrong? It was twenty-five degrees in Dallas, and it was sleeting, and people were wrecking everywhere. Got to the lodge. I think we did a podcast at there. So I just had stuff to do before we could get out of town, and they canceled our flight. Yep. So t- I was like, Shh. I said, we'll just see. We'll just play it by ear. We got a room down there. We'll drive down there for the night, spend the night, and we'll see what happens. Well, Tony got on his phone and found us a flight out of Houston for Thursday at noon. I said, book that son of a bitch. Book it. So we booked it. We told the women, let's go. Michelle is not the easiest person to, to screw up her times because she's never early, ever. So I called her and I said, you got 45 minutes so we can hit the road so Harry's not going to get back at 5 o'clock in the morning if he doesn't want to spend the night. We got home. 
I hadn't packed yet. It takes me 15 minutes to pack. Loaded everything up. Took my dive bomb bags. Excellent. I'm telling you right now, that dive bomb uh, waterproof backpack is what I used for luggage, and I use their uh, their blind bag all the time. And I took that uh, backpack with me on our catamaran cruise. Perfect. Highly recommend it for you. Anyways, got on a plane, drove all night to Houston, got to Houston, got on the airplane, and we ended up in Cancun at 8.30. Yes. On Thursday night, <laughs> we were supposed to be there at 11 o'clock. So we mm-hmm. missed out on one whole day. Well, half a day. I'm telling you what, I got enough sun to last me. I'm glad I, did. I lost out on one day of sun. Yeah, and, you know, well, I don't know. Because the first night, you know, everybody's all jazzed up. They're happy to see each other. And I was just, I was fucking whipped. Like, I couldn't enjoy the first night. Well, that's because it was a dog fight to get down there Wednesday. Eight hours on the road Wednesday, and then all the shit on getting there to the flight. Like, I was fucking, I was toast. Everybody's ready to turn up, and I'm like, guys, whew. For anybody that hasn't traveled out of the country since all this COVID shit, the, the, the hardest part is having to do the COVID test to get back into the United States, which I don't think that's going to be happening much longer. So that probably won't be an, a problem come summertime. But that's the biggest issue is you take a, a test at your hotel and then you got to have the paperwork. But I didn't think coming in and out of the country was that hard. No. Uh-uh. No. Customs was easy to get through and a lot better than customs in fucking Canada of my one time. <laughs> yeah, you're on the no-flight zone. Yeah. But... um Overall, it was a great trip. Blake and them got engaged, and big, big, uh, big, big move for old Blake Poppy. The, Did it on the Isle of Mujeres, Mujeres, however the fuck you pronounce it. The most beautiful place I think I've been to Stunning. in this country. Absolutely white, white sands, beautiful water. If you go to Cancun, I've seen it a hundred. We've been to Cancun a dozen times. And I've seen that sign. Go go over there, go over there. And I've never done it. And we Oh, that was your first time. That's over the there. first time I've been over there. Oh, and wow. we stayed and we stayed five miles. It was five miles off of our out of our hotel because we were way, way on the north end of Cancun. But let me tell you, the catamaran over, they mix their drinks a little bit stouter than at the resort. You know what's funny about we that? We were We rented our own tooted. boat. We had our own boat. Yep. Blake did it for us. Blake no. We had to reimburse him. We had but to reimburse him. He he booked it. But no, Blake didn't either. Oh. Salami did. Salami did. Yeah. Little girl from Ethiopia. She's going to be on our podcast with us in a couple weeks. Boy, a hell of a story. Anyways, we went over to, we, we stayed in Cancun. Or, we went over to the island. It's beautiful. They sold me some fucked up tequila. So I'm telling you right now, for the next person that goes to the Isle of Mar- Horace, yeah, however, you, however you pronounce that shit, you, as soon as you get off the boat, you walk down a dock, and it's just like any going to a national park. You got to exit through the gift shop. Mm-hmm. Well, this, they exit you into a tequila shop. After the people on the boat have already mixed up, I was the only person who didn't have a drink on the boat. We walk in the I deal, and they're giving tequila samples. They had peanut butter tequila, which was very good, and they had coconut tequila, which was very good. It was white, creamy. So last night, Michelle wanted to show Zach, give Zach and Shelby a taste of this coconut tequila. She poured it, and it was clear as hell. So they <laughs> sold me some shit different than what they gave me on Probably the Probably sold island. you like Malibu or something. Whatever the hell they did, it was coconut not, rum. The co- it was not coconut tequila that they sold me in the the gift shop, but it was very good. Whatever they they give us in the tequila at the gift shop, I think next time we go there, I'm going to rent a house on that island. Three hundred and fifty bucks is what cost me to walk out of that joint. Two bottles of tequila and a um, cigars cost me two hundred forty dollars for two bottles of tequila. Well, it cost me two hundred forty dollars for two bottles of tequila, but I bought the cigars. Then. Are we still like no good with Cuba? I think you can have tequila from. I think you can have Cuban cigars now. Can you? I think so. 
Listen, I don't want to say that's what I bought just in case they're illegal. Oh, no. I, well, you smoked them there, so it didn't matter. Oh, did sure. you bring some back home with Let's you? Let's say I oh, smoked okay. them I think you there. can bring them back, though, because I bought... If they sell them to you, they also sold them to you in the airport. Uh-uh. They didn't have them in the airport? They did not. Then you should have... You contraband, Andy. I didn't contraband You're contraband. Shit. That's what it is. Uh, I need to go to DuckDuckGo. That way they don't track my... I'm embarrassed that you did not offer to buy Blake a bottle of wine before you left that night. What do you mean? Blake was getting people to send him money, and he was not asking for it. People, so he just kept buying wine at this all-inclusive resort. Well, last time I went to an all-inclusive, it was everything was all-inclusive. I spent more money this time at an all-inclusive joint than I have the 20 previous trips combined when I had to leave. Most times I leave, I never even own a, owe a dime. I bought a $180 bottle of Brut Champagne for Blake. When I got my bill, I was shocked. Then we stopped in Wichita Falls and got gas on the way home. They sold the same bottle in the damn store. Hmm. I was like, boy, they fucked me down there on that. They got you. Anyways, it was, a, it was a great trip. The funniest, the funnest part of the whole trip outside of our group was we were flying home, and I've never seen anybody get kicked off of an airplane before <laughs> in my life. We flew back on Spirit Airlines, and I'm going to tell you, folks, if you fly nonstop, Spirit is a really good airline to fly. It's cheap and it gets you where you want to go. If you if you're relying on them to be in, to connect you somewhere else, you're always gonna miss your fucking flight. Everybody on our damn flight was missing flights because it was good. they were running behind as usual. This time we're running behind because two little hotties got on there drunk. They were showing really, their nipples and they showed their nipples to someone. I miss all the good shit. Me too. You know, Tony, fuck, he was fucking, he was been volunteered to sit with him. Man. I miss Tony humping on the floor in the nightclub. I miss the nipples what was coming that, out. What was that about? I don't know. You got to ask your brother, Jeff. Not I me. I don't understand. But uh, anyways, these two little two gals and this other one, they had the ugly friend too, and she was a straight sober one too, and she was really trying to get on these girls. These girls were freaking hammered. Had their ass cheeks hanging out of their shorts. They had on some little seventies little Which, tops. Once again, nobody's nobody's you know casting stones. Well, I don't think that's nobody what, complained. That's what they wanted to wear, except for the women in the back. That obviously they showed some nipples to somebody in the back. Yep. And so before the flight got off, they showed their nipples. Intentionally, like not, yeah. they weren't, it didn't like, just Janet Jackson. They pulled them down and showed it to them. So they, some people volunteered to move away from them. Well, Tony was like wanting to volunteer to move set next to them, I'm sure, after that. So they moved some people around. I'm look, me and Michelle are on the front row. We got the, we got the first class seats on Spirit, the $50 extra ones. Highly recommend those. And I can <laughs> see out my window and I can see down the walkway from the, um, as you get on the plane. And I look down there, and there's a Mexican soldier and another lady, and they got guns and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? They got some paperwork. I'm like, oh, shit, they're fixing to throw somebody's ass off this fucking airplane. Hope it ain't me. Mm-hmm. They, they, they talk to a guy, and the, a lady security officer comes in and talks to the stewardess guy. This, the stewardess guy. And he says, hold on just a minute. And another guy goes back in the back, and they talk to the girls. And they come back. He goes, it's your call. He goes, but it's on you if something happens. He goes, man, I just hate to throw them off here. He said, if they do, he said, hell, they, where are they going to stay? How are they going to get back home? These girls were lucky they didn't get thrown off. So these little hot mamas were showing their nipples. They got to fly. We got to customs. They were the last people to come through customs, and they were fucking eating and drinking, walking through there. I'll bet you they had some more problems when they went through customs. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they got a nasty little talking to by the head steward. He's not a stewardess. He's a steward. Um, this says Cuban cigars are illegal in the United States. So thank God I did not bring any of those home. That would have sucked. Good move for you, Andy. Anyways, that's the the basis of our trip to Mexico. It it was a really good trip. We had a good time. We appreciate everybody that's come and joined with us. Congratulations to Blake and Emily. 
uh, met a lot of good friends. I really enjoyed hanging out with Trevor Austin. Yeah, he's a good dude. He, Trevor and Holly are Holly are such good people. I mean, God, we had so much fun with them. Haley. Haley? Yep. One's Hallie. That's that's Logan's is Hallie. And the other one's Haley. Okay. God dang it. Hallie, Haley's. What a fun trip. Class act people. Pacific calls, man. Good time. We had a blast together. He stays out later than I do at nighttime. Yeah, he he gives her hell. And he gets up early every morning. Yeah, he does. He first day there, he said he was up at like six thirty, um, which is like four thirty. Uh no, he was up seven thirty, which is I don't know, rewind the clock, wherever the fuck they are. 5.30 in the morning, his local time. That was the first day there. He said he had a lot of work to do. Got up, did it. <clears throat> when I got away from the Big Honker podcast, I was away. I, I did all my shit ahead of time that way. I didn't want to have to be fucking with anything down it's kinda there. It's kind of like Tony. <clears throat> when Tony leaves here, he's off. What do you mean? I work down there. Oh, well, I had all my work done. Well, I understand. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's the same with Tony, too. When we leave the Big Honker Lodge, he's done off. Yeah, but he doesn't do a lot of work so that he doesn't have to. I did all my work fucking when during the ice storm. Well, I did too. Praying to God that we were going to get out of there. Um, let's talk about things in the world now. That was just kind of a synopsis of our trip. Um, did you watch the State of the Union address last night? Uh, what I could listen to, yeah. I didn't watch any of it. He was kind of, it was tough to listen to, I tell you. Does he ramble? Yeah, and it just, it, I don't know, it, it, it was tough. I, it, what pisses me off is, like, he said the same shit Trump said, and he gets a standing ovation. From the Democrats. Who well, said from everybody, because he's saying a lot of shit the Republicans agree with. We have to fund the police. We don't need to defund. We need to fund. Well, well when he was running for president, it was the complete opposite of that. Well, and Kamala Harris has said that they needed to defund the police. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi said that they needed to defund the police, and they were the first ones to stand up. It's just like, wait a second. Six months ago, we were all in on the train of defunding the police, but now all of a sudden the polls are shifted, and, uh, you know, we need to spend more money on they're, training. They're in big which trouble. Which I agree with, yep. like they're, I said. They're, they're in big trouble, though, they, and they know it because the people know. People have caught on to their shit. You know what the big conspiracy is, is today? The last thing he said was get him off there or get him out of there. He's Go get him. 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 Okay, you know what that was? Now they're saying that was? Go they, get him. Go, yeah, like, go get go, after go, him. No, 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 no. They were telling him to get Biden. Go get Biden. That's what it meant. What? That was He had an earpiece on. Oh, right. And someone said, go get him, and that's when he said, go get him. Why would you end the speech with go get him with that? And that was the end of it. I thought it was just like. No, that's the story. I, I have no idea. I didn't watch this shit. I didn't watch any sound bites of it. I don't know, but that's what I was reading this morning. Look at Nancy goofy ass. Damn. What happened? Oh, fuck around. What'd I do? Andy's dumbass turned the TV off. I hit the wrong fucking button. <laughs> right at the end, too. Like, Jesus. I want to see it now that Well, did so that do right. I, Jeff. Hold your fucking horses. Got Harry knocking down chairs. I'm hitting the wrong button. Um, Where'd Tony go? The supply house again? Oh, fuck. Of course it's over now. No, we got to watch an ad. No, I can fix it. All you got to do is skip that. I'm trying, Jeff. I'm trying to get my fucking cursor oh. over there.
I think they're right. I don't know. Go get him? Who the fuck would he be talking about? I think he was trying to say go get him. Huh? No, no. You I think they're think right. So? Fuck no. He's got an earpiece in. I understand he's got an earpiece. No, and they send Number one, why would they give his old senile ass like a two-way... Like, he should just be hearing stuff. Like, why would they... That he why was. Would they confi- I understand. He was hearing what they said. They I know, probably, but everybody he should have it. one voice in his head. Yeah, and the guy... Not, it's not seven. Oh, well, the, the, whoever said go get him was probably Barack Obama. And he's like, go get him before he fucks this up like, more. Anyways, this, I saw where his polls numbers went down again overnight. Really? It, they're, they're so anti-American. They, they hate us. They hate success. They're killing our country. There's nothing they can do that's like Jen Psaki come out. You know, she's a spokesperson. She answers the questions. Biden don't ever talk to nobody. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, and that, that's, that's not a good thing. But she come out and said, what we mean is we don't want us here in the country to produce more oil. We want to go more green energy. It's okay for other countries to cause pollution, but we don't want to do it here in America, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we green energy's not working. I saw gas today's $4 a gallon almost down in Knox City. Yeah, it's pretty... It's I, mean, it's, pretty I mean, it's getting where you really need to... Tony's going to have to start taking down his 10 trips to town a day. No shit. <clears throat> Spending $1,000 on gas. Yeah. He said something else, and I'm trying to find what he said. He fucked up... Um, oh, he said he said about Iran, Iranians yes, yes, instead of yes. Ukraines. We're not gonna. We need to. Russia is doing this and this and that, and we got a prayer for the Iranian people. Mm-hmm. No, it's Ukrainian. Uh, the guy is an empty suit. Everybody knows. It. Everybody that listens. To this podcast knows it. Our problem is is those fuckers in Washington D.C. on both sides. I saw Mitt Romney smiling ass come walking in. Someone needs to slap the fuck out of that bastard also. That's our problem right there is those guys, they, they're untouchable. They live in gated communities. They live in a world outside of everybody else's. They flip down a plastic card everywhere they go and they pay for everything. Everything is covered by that card wherever they go to. They write checks that they don't have to worry about if it's covered or not. They have so much money. They get rich, 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 and they've been bought, and they've sold us out. Yeah. And now That's pretty much it. it. And, and, and until we take back that shit, this is going to continue to happen. Best thing could have happened last night if he exterminated every son of a bitch in that damn that building last night. Everybody. And started over. Or just recalled them. That, that, that ain't ever going to happen. Because until every one of them is gone, it ain't going to make no difference. <clears throat> the head of the FBI, the head of the CIA, the DOJ, every one of them are all in on this shit. Yeah. It's just a big fuck. And they're fucking America, and they just continue to do it over and over and over again. And until we wipe all that shit out, it's just going to continue to happen. Because what happens is, is there someone that's gotten that's going to get elected in November that's going to be freshman up there that's brand new, and they're going to get indoctrinated into the same shit. And twenty years from now, they're still going to be in Washington D.C. doing the same shit that the people that we're getting rid of. That well, we they need promised to, we need to get, get rid, rid of lobbyists. We do. That would be. That would be. But we ought to make it make it illegal for insider trading. So if you run for Congress, you should not be able to, or your spouse, or a foundation you're a part of, or a market. trust, should not be able to be in the stock market at all. You should be able to put your money in a CD. What the government ought to do is they say, I tell you what we're going to do. We've got a CD over here. It's going to pay 5% interest. Right. And as a congressman or whatever, you can stick your hundreds of millions of dollars that you fucked everybody out of already, and you can put it in that, and we're going to pay you 5% on it. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing you get to invest in. You don't get to invest in anything else at all. And if you get caught doing some insider trading, we're going to pull your fucking toenails out of you, and then we're going to shoot you right between the fucking eyeballs. And that's what they should do. 
But we're not going to fix things until we get serious about fixing shit. Until the American people, they're scared to death. They're building another wall around the fucking White House. Yeah. We never needed it before. Why did we have the president that was the most hated, they say, in Trump, that we didn't have to worry about that? Mm -hmm. He was out on the lawn every day talking to people and shit. But now we've got this president that 81 million people voted for, and they keep pushing you further and further away because they know it's not right. Has he taken questions at all during no, his presidency? he can't because he can't answer them. And if they do, it's a it's a predetermined yeah, questions your, and shit. He knows what questions. Yeah, are coming and they got that little voice in his deal. Take his fucking ear deals out and let him talk. You know, I saw a video of him today, I guess, or yesterday. He was talking, and the reporter asked him about how can he can be a Catholic and be for abortion. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I, you know, I just hate to tell someone they can blah, blah. And Jill comes walking up to him and grabs him and let's go, let's go. It's the president of the fucking United States. Right. He ought to be able to fucking answer some questions. And that's the problem we have. We just, but we've just accepted it because our media is false too. You know, we don't have a real media anymore. If they do, they, why does Twitter, put, put this way, think about this. Putin has a Twitter account, but Donald Trump has been kicked off. Mm -hmm. You know? Are you going to join Donald Trump's uh, yes, truth truth social media? Yes, I'm going to. I thought it was out already. I, it's I, like it's, people prepaid or some no, shit? No, they've gotten some bugs are still working out. But yes, I'm going to when it happens. Truth media. Yeah. I mean, they have... They have they have. How much do you think he's going to make off of that? Oh, I don't know. They, they have slowed down our Facebook pages. Yes. But everything I mean, that we have has been slowed down, I've noticed, because we don't we're not on their side. Well, we had a lot of strikes against our closed Facebook group and then that's kinda of, that's that's the main thing that's Right. But all the strikes are is shit that everybody's laughing about. Well, there were some memes and stuff, but yeah, I mean it's still it should be a platform. Facebook is not a public deal. I mean under I mean it's not a private, it's a public company, it's publicly traded. But it's still not our own stuff. But they they need to let you do what you want to do. The sad thing is, is if it was on the opposite side and you had shit, they wouldn't do nothing about it. Right. That's what's crazy. You know. You know. Ever hear about a liberal being shut down on anything? And I mean, I didn't. So we got a strike. We got uh, several. But anyway, got a warning. It said next the next strike you get, uh, basically like nobody's going to see things that are posted in here. It's going to limit engagement. and They've sure done shit, that. It fucking throttled her way on back. Um, so it is what it is. Mom was telling me, she a guy she went to school with that I'm friends with on Facebook too, but I don't see much of his stuff ever. He made a post on there about how fucked up Biden has made this world right now that we live in. You know, everything costs so much, this, that, you know, and all this stuff. And, of course, the two dumb fucks that graduated from Knox City that are liberals that grew up over here, are both talking about how great it is. Is that a dog? Probably Ollie. Is Ollie outside? Or is that him whining? See if he needs out. He might need out. Anyways, they asked about, um, and, and one of them talked about, well, the world is so much better than it was when Trump was in office. What fucking world do they live in? Maybe they're in the oil and gas industry. No, they're not. Oh, well. Even the people in the oil and gas industry right now are not, don't want Listen, they shouldn't on. be bitching too much. Oil's over fucking $100 a barrel. They no, no, can pump the brakes. I'm sure they're not the ones that, well, they're sure they are bitching, though. What are they, they bitching see about? it. Fuck you. They, there's no groceries anywhere. Yeah. You got to wait in line everywhere. If you, got you a lot love of money. They, they do, but they had a lot of money before. They, had a, they got more money. They're making money now, but they're still not making what they did 10 years ago when it was $130 a barrel. But, oh, but, but it'll get there. It'd probably go to two hundred dollars a barrel. The probably, right things I should have bought oil last year when it was zero dollars. But they were giving it away. How, how much? What's it going to take for people on the left 
and, and a lot of people on the left have left the left to realize things are horrible. You go to grocery stores and there's empty there's empty shelves everywhere. And we still can't get an answer why. It's like, well, you know, it's because of all the, the cargo in China. When they start making fucking pasta in China? Well, I mean, evidently, aren't they still backed up in the harbors? Isn't I don't what think it is? A, a lot of our groceries don't come from overseas. I'm not saying some of them don't. But when you go down the aisle, you see... Maybe the truckers are doing something that we don't know about. That, that, that just something's fucked up out there. Well, I don't know what it is. it is. I don't know what the answer the is. The supply though. chain has been broken. It's going to take a while. It's getting worse. To get things back up and it, running. It, it is getting worse. There's less groceries in the, on the shelves now than there were a year ago. Well, the supply chain was just breaking. So now that ago. we took all the mask off, the supply chain should be back to normal now? It's now. fully broken. No, what do you mean? Well, that there's no mask mandates no more. Right. They come out yesterday. We're not going to be a mask. Is this including schools also? Um, the schools in California, I saw starting today, didn't have to wear a mask. Oh, good. Monday and Tuesday they did because it was still real bad. But on right. Wednesday it was good. Good. But what 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 is it? what will it take to get things halfway back to normal. And I don't have an answer for it, but I know that our government is not helping things at all. I don't even know what the problem is, so I definitely don't have I do, an answer. I'm, I'm with you there. That's what, I don't get it either. I mean, we we just came back from a third world country, and they're obviously having labor problems also. Right. They didn't have no fucking limes and bananas. Yep. I don't know how the fuck you ran off limes and bananas in Mexico. Well, they only have avocados down in Mexico. But there, there there's something amiss in our world right now. Sure. And 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 it, it it was COVID for a while, right? Now is it COVID still the problem? Probably so. The supply chain's broken, Jeff. It takes a minute. You can't just get the supply chain back up and running. I just I really wish that we could see. We, we need we need Twitter was so was a much better place with Trump on it. It was entertaining. It was. He would have been just peppering him last night. I used to, I used to like to watch him talk, and I like the questions he would get because he didn't back down. He would ask people, even the Costas, he would ask them what's going on. I would love for us to have the president ask some real questions because there's a lot of answers about things. I don't. What's going on in Ukraine? Do you trust what's going on in Ukraine? Do you trust what the media tells us? I don't. I don't know really what's going on over there. Do you? I'm not over there. I, I, I mean, either. But any other time when we had a conflict anywhere, I could turn the media on and kind of tell you what's going on. Like Kamala said, Ukraine is a small country. <laughs> yeah. Russia's a big country. Russia invaded the small country, which is bad, and we don't like it. Okay. What what what, what do you think is going on over there? Well, I just told you, Jeff. Okay, but do you you don't have a clue either, do you? Putin is on a war path to get the motherland back together. He He's, wants Ukraine because of the gas and all the, the natural I, resources. He's not worried about that. He that's wants, what it's about. He wants the empire back. Okay. So that's why he's going after the Ukraine. That's why he went after Crimea. I, I understand all that. I'm asking you, what do you think is really going on? Because I really don't know because I don't trust our media. I know that there's a conflict going on over okay. there. And I know the Ukrainians are fighting and standing up. And I walked through the room last night when Joe Biden was talking, and he was talking about being able to build a gun at home. Mm-hmm. With no serial numbers. Ghost guns. Ghost guns. And I'm thinking... You're telling us we don't need guns in America and in mm-hmm. fucking Ukraine they've given they've got more soldiers and they got guns now and they need more guns. Well, the the reason we have AR15s and AR10s here and all this shit is because of what's going on in Ukraine because your ass can't pull the same shit they're pulling on Ukraine on us. But let me tell you. I do feel a lot better about our standing in the world. Seeing how long it's taken Russia to overtake Ukraine, 
I'm feeling a lot better about our odds. Someone told it's gone me. gone on a week. Someone told me that's in the know, told me, said, Jeff, our military is so much more advanced than both China and Russia's. It's going to be, it's equivalent to us fighting them in 1960 with what they have compared to what we have. Oh. So we are the, so much more further advanced than they are that in our, our, you know, they've got a lot of numbers. They right. probably, Russia probably has three times more people in their army than we do. Mm-hmm. And it may be 10 times more. I don't know. But the technology is so much further advanced. We are isolated from everybody. They said, they, they um, they said that if, Someone saw a, a model that showed if the U.S. went to war against the world and the world combined all their forces, we still have a shot. Would, 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 it wouldn't even be close, they said. Mm-hmm. We are so much more advanced than the rest of the world is. You know. saw the Mexican Navy over there, didn't you? No. You didn't see that Mexican boat, the Navy boat that was there? Oh, 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 oh. When we were in Mexico? Yeah. No, I didn't see it. Yeah. It looked like are the gunboats that the. Highway Patrol in Texas have that's on Lake Falcon or Amistad Mm -hmm. look better than what they have for equipment. Right. So it's not even close. So, yes, you you know, you had thought Russia would just walk into Ukraine and wipe it out in three days. Yeah, I I thought it would. I I legitimately thought, so, like, we were leaving when all shit was hitting the fan, and I was like, I don't know what world we're going to live in when we get back. But, like, we get back and turn on the news, and, like, it looks like the Ukraine is holding its own up against Russia. Yeah, they said they had a hundred thousand people signed up the first couple of hours to be fight, and they ran out of they ran out of weapons. Really? Yep. Um, I did see like Miss Ukraine is fighting over there. The Klitschko brothers are in that the, in that yeah, the, bo- the, the, boxers. the boxer guys. Um, and then Steven Seagal, he's fighting with the Steven Russians. Seagal. He's on the Russian side, so <laughs> you know the high intelligence agencies have seen Steven Seagal over there. Um, how old is Steven Seagal? Oh, he's got to be 50-something. He's oh, fuck, he's older than that. I bet he's in his 60s. Well, he ain't gonna be turn- he's not going to do much. You don't think so? No. I don't, I don't really think it really matters. Born in 52. Spit it out, Jeff. Born in 52? It's yeah. 2022. 69. Yeah, 70 years old. He's almost 70, yeah. and he's fighting in a war. Well, he's over there. Who knows what he's doing? Well, he's, he's Jeff, you know. I, I saw where dipshit liberal Sean Penn was walking with the Ukrainians. He was in Ukraine, and now he's got stranded, so he had to walk with them out. You think he dyes his beard? Yes. If he's 70 years old and he looks like that, yes. And his hair, probably? Yes, both of them. Yeah, I just I never was a big Steven Seagal fan anyway. He had one movie I liked where he was on a boat, and I can't remember the name of it, and they were... Oh, fuck, what is that? Steven Seagal accused of raping Mormon teen he met on blank... Page six. Anyways, I'm keep not, him Russia. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of his anyway, so I could really could care less. Now, oh look at that hair. That is just terrible. That's Wayne Newton looking hair right oh there. Oh my goodness, Stephen, you're not fooling anybody. I wish it would. Oh my gosh, that's bad. Yes. Remember when he pretended to be like a uh, 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 police officer in Louisiana? I think it was Arizona. No, it was Louisiana. Okay. I thought it was Arizona. No, it was Louisiana. He doesn't look bad. I mean, for being 70, like, he doesn't look terrible. I don't understand these guys. It just be gray and white. Look, at, like, I'm not into dudes at all, and I don't ever say a guy's an attractive guy or nothing like that. I, I let you young guys say that. But you take a guy, Sean Connery. He was gray-headed and white-haired. Yeah. Did he look bad because of that? No. Uh-uh. Like, he doesn't even have, like, a smathering of, like, you know, like a, a streak or anything. It's yeah. just fucking jet black. 
Where? Yeah, he was a he was a lawman. Steve yeah, was, I, think I think that's it was what in, it was. I think it was in Louisiana. I mean, Arizona though. No. Oh uh, yeah. What was it called? Lawman? I think that's what it was called. Oh, I thought you in real life. He was. Yeah. He was a he was a peace officer. He didn't like put hands on anybody. Thank God for those people. But if you go up to the top, you, you went over. It'll tell you what it's about. He was in. He was. He was in some parish. In uh, Stevens Jefferson Parish. You are right. I, I was wrong. You. There you go. I thought Where's it was in Jefferson Arizona. Parish at? In Louisiana. Obviously, I don't have fucking have a clue where it's at. And then, like he he adopted their. Uh, Please don't tell me he talked like a coon ass. He did, yeah. <laughs> hope yeah, he, he, had, hope he, had, he did better than their new football coach he did. He adopted their accent. It was fucking bizarre <laughs> to watch. Like, he'd be talking to the people and, yeah, you know about that down there. Like, oh, fuck, Steve. This is your worst acting job ever. Steven Seagal, Cajun accent. We'll see if it pops up. It was bad. It was bad. All the accents of Steven Seagal. I'm about to call my mama. Let's see what he says. <laughs> oh, fucking. Got to make their money. They you do. know, it's funny is they'll, they'll, they will take someone else's video off or they can't get paid for it, but then they'll show the, they'll still show God, the commercial. Don't. You did it again. They need to, they need to get rid of this button. Whatever this button is. How do you keep turning it off? I hit the, I hit the back button. What a pain in the ass. We need another producer here. That's to, what we need. To push our buttons and stuff. To push our buttons and all that stuff. Is he going to talk? I hope. It's the whole reason I... And... So I watch videos like... So you see videos like this. Steven's nowhere to be found. He's not first in the door. Like, he comes out last. Well, yeah. He ain't a real cop. Well, obviously, they they deputized him. Let's let's stop this. Let's pause this for a minute. Let's talk about this right now. There is not a more dangerous job in the world than a police officer. Mm-hmm. They went into a house. Think about this. You're going into a house where there are drugs, and where there's drugs, there's guns because they have money. Right. And and you got to go into someone's house, and you're going to probably arrest someone that's been arrested before, mm-hmm. that's going to go back to prison for a long time. Let me ask you, if you was going to go back to prison for 20 years. I'm fighting. Why would you not? Right. You take someone my age. I'm 54 now. That's a life sentence. Probably. That's the rest of your life. Or you, what are you going to get out? And there ain't going to be no life to be had anymore. Right. You're so going to get out Steven Seagal's age. If I'm going to prison, to fight for Russia. if I'm going to prison for 20 years, you're going to find me in Mexico or somewhere in like a third world country. I'd rather go out trying to live my life somewhere like that than to be fucking going to prison. So that's how dangerous that job is. And, and they're talking defund the police. A lot and of shit. guys with nothing to lose. That, that's exactly what they have. And a police officer deals with a piece of shit probably 70% of the time. Probably. Seven of the ten people they deal with are liars. Yeah. I don't give a shit who they are. They're dealing with people that lie. When cop, or what was that, Live PD was on TV? Right. You noticed that. Most of the people lied to them. 
Mm-hmm. Or they'd have someone in cuffs and there'd be somebody bitching at them and screaming at them from the side. Peace brutality. Film them, film them, film them. Film the piece of shit that broke the law. Why do you let them break the law in your neighborhood and you don't give two shits? You know? Mm-hmm. If there's a guy across the street from me selling dope or in my front yard, I'm calling the cops. Yeah, you should. Yeah. But these people you don't want to deal with it. No, and these people act like they're fucking like they're some kind of saints that they're arresting. And I just it blows my mind. And when I saw them cops in that deal, I thought about that. Them poor people going through that. Let's see what Steven Seagal has to say. No, I don't really care what Steven Seagal has to say. Well, I want to hear that accent because it was It ain't going to do that. I'm not going to find a good one. No. He didn't believe he can fight like that. No. What was that, Steven? Steven didn't ask shit. Steven came up. See, there he goes. Yeah. There he goes. There he goes with that terrible fucking accent. Yeah. Now he's trying to be hood there. Can't do that, Steve. That's cultural appropriation. You got to talk like you talk, bud. Who do you think would be, like, out of all the action stars from the 80s, who do you think is the most legit? What do you mean legit? Like. A really a tough guy? Like in a street fight. Mr. T, who pitied a fool. No. Yeah, I saw him in a commercial today. He looks bad. Well, fuck, he's 100 years old. He's probably older than Steven. Um. I'm going with Van Damme. Oof. Schwarzenegger, because, I mean, he was like a legitimate. What about Jackie Chan? I think I think Van Damme would whoop Jackie Chan's ass. Mm. Schwarzenegger. Action. Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger's he was fake. a fucking douchebag. He was bag. fake. Jeff, don't, you're putting poly, you're putting 2022 politics well, I'm just in. thinking of him being a douchebag. You didn't know, you He's thought he was probably. a terrible actor. You, terrible. Terrible. He was, he was great in, a, in True Lies. He was in a. He was that's True a Lies, movie. and he's with the smoking hottest woman in the world. True. Well, yeah. Robin Williams or Vanessa Robin Williams. Williams. Vanessa. Williams. No, that's the Eraser. True Lies. He's with Tom Arnold. Oh, and, and he's with uh, Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis. Gets yes. down to her skivvies and dancing around. Yeah, she's hot in that. Yes, yeah, she is. Uh, yeah, Vanessa Williams. Whew, that's the Eraser. Show. Yeah, she's a smoke show. That was a good show too. Schwarzenegger's had a lot of good shows. You're um, just hating on them. No, no. I, yeah, I think he's a douchebag and a tool bag in real life, but. Uh, the worst one he was in was Commando or something. Well, that was his first one. And he hits yeah. that fucking telephone, 70 miles an hour in that little car, and he, are you all right? To that little girl that's with him. That was his first one. You need to cut the guy a break. I don't. He's I, a Republican, Jeff. No, he's fuck, he ain't a fucking Republican. Well. Uh, I don't think he would have been a tough guy, though. No, I'm Just not saying. I, I think he would have probably been the least deadly. Um, I think Bruce Willis would have probably been deadlier than him. What about Chuck Norris? Chuck Norris. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it might be Chuck Norris. Between Chuck Norris and Van Damme, both of them were like legitimate martial artists. Like they, you can you can go to YouTube and see them fighting, like in an actual, actual combat. So here we go. He was in Twins. I like Twins. That's not a bad show. Predator, not not bad. Not not, not one of my favorites. The Terminator, which made his career, I, but once again, I'm not a huge fan of that. Uh, Total Recall. Nope. Kindergarten Cop. That's a cute show. I love Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. True Lies, the last... Um, True Lies was not bad. True Lies is a great movie. It is. Tom Arnold's fantastic he in it. He is very, very good in it. Eraser. Very, very good. 
Probably my favorite movie of his. Uh, and then he was in End of Days, which, you know. I don't even know what that is. Collateral Damage. And that was it, not a bad it, show. It bad. Um, the Sixth Day, I didn't like it. And then, like, he gets on the expendable train. Who would whip whose ass? Denzel Washington? Denzel Washington's not a fighter. Or Will Smith? Will Smith, 100%. Not even close. You think so? Fuck yes. Today? Like, t- especially Did you today. not see Training Day? Ah, that was fake, Jeff. Will Smith. Will Smith in bad... Like, Will Smith's getting fat now, too. Like, Both are we more. talking, like, characters? We're like, talking training, about, like, Alfonso we're versus about, Bad Boys Will oh, Smith? Alfonso would have whooped Will Smith in Bad Boys' ass. Probably so, but, like, Bad, bad Will Boys Smith, is a legit good show. Oh, it's a fantastic show. It's a great movie. It's a fantastic show. And he's a tough guy. There. I've not seen the third one, though. You said it wasn't that great, so I'm kind of... Uh, I don't want to... They didn't do a lot of running scenes. <laughs> yeah, they said Martin Lawrence fucking fat, got too fat to do shape. it. <laughs> He's <gasps> <laughs> What makes me sad is when you see this. So Terminator, Dark Fate, Terminator, Genesis. He's got like 17 expendables. Terminator, Rise of the Machines. I'll tell you another one I don't Terminator. think be a tough guy is Sylvester Stallone. No, fuck, he's like 4'3". Yeah. He's like Logan Pyatt's height. Like not not you know <laughs> shoulder high. A thigh high motherfucker. A thigh high motherfucker. <laughs> Just yoked up. He's another one that looks terrible right now. My dad told me Robert Conrad was the smallest little bastard you ever seen. I don't know who Robert Conrad he is. He was in Baba uh Pappy Boeington, Baba Black uh Black Sheep Squadron, which was really a good, pretty good show. He was a he was an action star kind of and tough guy in the seventies. And my dad was in a movie with him and dad was talking about what a Little sawed off bat, which dad was such a big guy, anyways. Like Robert Conrad, they was doing a deal, and dad was in the deal, and they made dad get out of it. Why? Just because he made him look so small, because he uh, made Robert Conrad look like a little guy. Um, Stallone's another one. He got like bad hair implants or something. And I mean, that's just the thing. Like when you see, like when you see, like there's no recession at all, and it's just like your hair's in a perfect line. And so people on YouTube can see that? Yeah, they can see that. Good. But I mean, it just. Mm. And he's not know. a real big guy either. No, he's like four three. He's a tiny little guy. He's cute. He's cute is what he is. He's a cute we, guy. We don't have guys like that. We don't have a lot of actors like that today like we used to. Movies are completely no. different. Matter of fact, I don't you used to see video, you used to say trailers all the time, you know, or, or yeah, I think. Well, probably, we're coming out of COVID, so Well, but but even then, though, before COVID, we still didn't have all the movies come out like we used to. There used to be mo- new movies out all the time, good movies. Right. And there's not anymore. Because there's so many of them go to Netflix, so many of them go to Prime or Disney Plus, but the, I don't even know who the actors are. Like when we had Sylvester Stallone, we had Stallone, we had John Travolta, we had uh, all Bruce the, Willis, Bruce Willis. We had movies Schwarzenegger, all, we had, all the time. Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Denzel Washington. Every time he touched yeah. anything, it was a great movie. What I didn't like Philadelphia. Now? I tried to watch a little bit of Philadelphia on the trip. It was the only thing on in Houston. I caught the middle of it. I didn't like it. I do want to watch the rest of the 007 movie. I'm going to watch that tonight or tomorrow at the house. But uh, I did not. But there's just there's nothing new coming out anymore. No, they're doing Batman again. I'm excited about the new Batman. But how many times can you like reinvent the wheel? The sad thing is we're living in Batman's times in big cities now. We used yeah, to watch okay. those shows and you thought, fuck, there ain't no well, town going to be that fucked up. Well, yeah. Buddy, we're getting close. Where the fuck is Gotham at? <laughs> yeah. Well, now it's every big city in America. And it's in Detroit today and tomorrow it'll be in Cleveland. Dolph Lundgren's another one we forgot about. He was a, he. I think he's a legitimate tough guy and a brainiac. They're, Incredibly smart. Let me see. Let me see how smart he is. 
Very smart. I'll find it. Well, Chris Christopherson was a Rhodes Scholar, so. IQ of 160. Which one was he, anyways? Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. He was the, I must, I will break him. He was him. In Batman? No, in Rocky Four. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that. You didn't see Rocky Four? I don't know. I'm not that a big Rocky the, fan. That was the best Rocky. Rocky One was the best Rocky. Rocky Four, I put it on paper, is the best Rocky, hands down. Well, I haven't watched Three all the Rockies, sucked. I don't think. I'll put it. I'll put it in this order. It goes four, one, two, three, and five. There's five fucking Rockies. There's more than that now. <laughs> There's they've been more since then. But I got the oh yeah. A bunch of Rockies. See, that's there's Rocky ridiculous. Bal- there's Rocky Balboa. There's just regular old Rocky. There's all sorts of Rockies, Jeff. He's got a chemical engineering degree from the Royal Institute Technology in Sweden and a full scholarship to MIT. What that is, is Dolph Lundgren. What What do you consider the greatest movie of all time? Oh boy, um, the greatest movie of all time. Of all time. Wow, um, you really put me on the spot here. There's a, I don't I don't think I could limit it to just one because it depends on what mood I'm in. The greatest action movie of all time. The greatest action movie of all time. Man, it's hard not to say like Training Day just because it's fresh on my mind. There's so many. Fuck, I don't know. I I, I couldn't I couldn't even give you an intelligent answer. I I mean Training Day is one of the greatest movies I think that's ever been made. And like you gotta like you gotta kind of think like too like. You, are you defining action movie as like bang bang shoot 'em up or no, just or, the, or, or, or or is 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 because uh, to me like I like one of my favorite movies is Seven with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. Is that an action movie or is that a dark drama? Because it's kind of both. Is Training Day a drama or is it an action movie? I think the greatest I, I, the greatest movie I think or one of the greatest movies ever made was uh, Dances with Wolves with Kevin Costner. Never seen it. You've never seen that? That's a great movie. No. Very well made. Very, very, very good movie. But it's history and it's, you know, and I like that kind of stuff, so it really comes down to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you a movie that made me ball my fucking eyes out was uh, Armageddon. Armageddon's a good movie. And I bawled my eyes out at the end because I remember Zach's like, why are you crying? I said, one day when you have kids, you'll understand. Uh, I mean, I don't think it did very well, but I really enjoyed uh, Armageddon. Armageddon's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put, consider it one of the greatest movies ever, but it was a good. It, to me, it was a really good show. I want something that's going to make me appreciate the story and, and 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 put some emotions into it. I like Dances with Wolves. I think one of the greatest movies ever made is Still Magnolias. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie. It's got everything. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. Uh, it, it is really a good, good movie. I like movies that make you think. So I I like the inceptions of the world. I like Seven. I like uh, I like to think. I don't I don't like movies that are just like empty calories. Like the Die Hard's a good movie, but that's kind of as far as I go on the shoot 'em up train. I like movies that you got to kind of think a little bit, and maybe the ending's going to be a little fucked up. I like those kind of movies. I'll tell you a, a movie that I really like, and I watch it every time I see it on TV. If I'm at home and I'm flipping through and it's on, is the movie with Gene Hackman and Will Smith. Oh, yeah, uh, Enemy of the State. Yes, I thought that was a very that's good, a good movie. That's a good movie, too. And, and that's something that kept me, you know, I, I, it, I watch it and I'm, you know, movies are also supposed to be about entertainment. Sure. Let's face it. There's so, not a better movie in the world if you want to laugh your ass off than Hangover, the first one. 
Mm, no, I mean it all. That's what I mean. It all kind of depends on your mood. I'm looking here at uh, so I got a list. Rolling Stones top top uh, fifty action movies of all time. Taken's that's a fucking a, that, great. That one. is a good show. The Rock, very very good show. Awesome show. Sean actors. Connery did not use. Uh, uh, You're going to die too fast. Well, I'm I'm going back up to the top fifty. Oh. The the man from Uncle. I've never seen. I've never it. seen that. Um, Escape from New York. I've, I've, I've seen, seen it. Pieces it's, of no, I don't it. think it's that great. I, I didn't. Dead or Alive, never seen it. The Rock, like we said, Taken. That fuck, I mean, take watch Taken. It's a great fucking show. The Fugitive was a that, good that show. That's good. That's when he's on the airplane, wasn't it? Uh, no, his uh, no, his wife oh, dies. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. He jumps out of the water. That is a really good show. By a uh, uh, amputee. Yes, and he goes and Speed was a good one. I mean, you know, we'll go to the top ten after this. Wonder Woman. Never I seen, it. seen it. Uh, hero. Never seen it. seen it. La Femme Nikita. I don't think I've seen I it. Never saw the it. Warriors. What a cool fucking movie. <laughs> I've never when seen I, it. When I was a kid and we got cable TV, that son bitch was on all the time. The Warriors come out and play. It's about the gangs in New York. Really? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. But look, watching it now, it might not be oh, that good. Yes. Yeah, that's what stinks. Is I tried to watch. Um, what did I try to watch? It was in college. Oh, Apocalypse Now. They they were talking about how great of a movie it, it was. It's it was time. It was a timepiece. It was good. It's kind of like the movie uh, Point Break. What's the What's the movie D Day? The 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 one they the first one they made with John Wayne and stuff. It's a really great movie, but it's made nineteen fifty three or something. You know what I'm saying? The Great, the great Escape's Escape is a great way. That's with uh, goddamn what's that guy? Steve McQueen. What is this about? I think they're redoing they're, this. They're coming back out of Stalag 13, and they're coming. It was a great movie. I mean, a great movie. This guy's blind, and he can't see. Really? Yeah. That is a very, very good. Steve McQueen jumps over a fence. Great, great, great movie right there. And what's it called again? The Great Escape? The Great Escape. It is a great movie. Steve McQueen was in some great movies. You ever seen Papillon? No. Oh, it's, a, it's another great movie from back in the day. Avengers Total, Total Recall. Recall. Nope. Goldfinger, Goldfinger. Great movie. Which I'm a Bond guy. I love James Bond movies. And that is a really Do good Do you one. like the new Bond? No, I, not like I did the old one. The old one was more, uh, I don't know, it just was more classy. The stuff today has really kind of gotten off. Now they're fixing Hold on, I'm just stop before Star, you keep going down. I'm not a Star Wars guy. They, uh. I noticed in the new one, and I didn't get. I only got to watch the first thirty minutes of it on the plane. I got to watch the first hour and a half. It's and a good show. They're fixing to sub out a man 007. The new chick is going to be the oh, new 007. That, that black chick. And that's what's that, going to happen. Oh, that, they're going to make because she already had the num. Spoiler alert. Yeah, she's already. She had the number, and then she gave it back to. But she, see, you're ruining it for me because oh, I didn't know sorry. she gave it back. She gave it back to him. But anyways, I only saw the first thirty minutes. But right. they're fixing it. They're gonna. They, they want a person of color, and they want a woman. And I want to just give her a dick too, so we can just knock everything off at once, make her transgender. But they're they're going that way, and they're going to ruin one of the greatest. I series. think the greatest series ever. Adventures of Robin Hood. In 1938? No, thank you. Yeah, pass. The villains? Don't no, even know what that is. Never heard of it. Fast Five? We don't even know. Oh, I see. I was never into all those. The first Fast and Furious? That's the best one. I mean, I passed that. You know, Kill, Kill Bill, Bill was not into that. I didn't see it. Logan hadn't seen it. Uh, I never even heard of Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, Midnight Run. That's actually pretty decent. That's with the guy that's got the um, money belt on him. Midnight Run? Yeah, it's not bad. They're trying to kill him. He's got a money man. He's a, the mob. He stole a bunch of money from the mob. Casino Royale? That was That's probably his best one that he did. Mission Impossible? I don't even know what it is. I don't watch Tom Cruise in anything. I didn't. I like the second Mission Impossible. Never watched Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I didn't need Terminator nope. 2. That was okay. Dirty. The Dirty Dozen's a great show. Lee Marvin was a badass. He was a real Marine, too. Really? Yep, in World War II. 
You've never seen that? Never. Jim, James Brown or Jim Brown in it. It's a good show. The Dark Knight. It's probably my second favorite war movie. My favorite one is the. Uh, I wish Harry was here because he could tell me what the name of it is. Uh, the Canadian and the U.S. troops. They put them together to make a to go in to, to kill Germans. It was, it's it's a good show, and I can't believe I can't remember the name of it. This Dark Knight would be hard not to. That was a good put one. on my top list. Heath Ledger's performance, and that's another. <clears throat> was Heath Ledger just that good as a Joker, or did he die in the Did he die right before it came out, and that's what elevated his performance? But I thought Heath Ledger was fucking brilliant in that. Brilliant. It, it's a all time classic. Uh, I don't get into Jackie Chan very no. much. Rush Hour. Rush Hour is another good. Those one. Those are great. Chris Tucker makes them though. Born Identity, I wasn't into it. Nope. Uh, Raiders of Lost Ark, nope. Uh, no. I'm not like a, history. I just I'm never, not an Indiana Jones no. fan. Aliens, Aliens no. no. Pass. No. Nope. Black Panther, nope. No. Uh, nope. Seven Samurai, s- no. That's just, Bruce. That's, I don't get into the Japanese. Hard Boiled, never, never heard, heard of, it. of it. Matrix, not not nope. my favorite. This we're up to number six now. Enter the Dragon, Enter the Dragon, nope. no, not Bruce Lee. The Raid, never heard of it. I can tell you right now that their fucking list is not even close to mine. John Wick is really good. I like John Wick. But you got that's one of those things. Like, you got to kind of be in the mood. Well, he, that's only the top ten. That's by far the best one so far in the He's top a 10. certified badass. And, like, he's, he knows, like, weapons training. You watch, like, his behind-the-scenes training for that. He's a, he's a stud. Die Hard. Okay, I can go with that. I don't know that it deserves number two. Mad Max Fury Road. What the? Who the fuck put that there? I don't know. I would have never even thought about that. Mad Max Fury Road is the is number one. Have you ever watched the, the original Mad Max ones? I watched this one. No, have you ever seen the original ones, though? No. Oh, God almighty, they're horrible. I've uh, I've never seen Braveheart. Braveheart's on Netflix right now, so I'm trying Braveheart to, is a very good show. I'm trying to make it through the three hours of whatever that is. That's a good show. How was Face Off not? Face Off was good. Con Air was good. Heat. How was Heat not on that, on the list? I don't remember Heat. Oh, my. Jeff, you've got to watch Heat. If you don't do it. 300. How was 300 not on the list? 300 is a great movie. You look up the greatest movies of all times. I did look that up. No, that you put action movies, top action movies oh, of, of all time. time. Yeah, top movies of all time. How the hell? Some of these I got left off. I'm, I'm scratching my head over here. Heat, for sure. Um... Are you? Uh, did you like the the Clint Eastwood movies? Dirty Harry was a good show. Not those. The his western movies. Um, the one me and mom watched the other day, that Cry Macho, was yeah. really good. I liked it. I mean, I what don't about know why. Uh, you know the the other the jo- Outlaw Josie Wells was awesome. Awesome. I love that. Uh, good, bad, and the uh, good, bad, and the ugly. Is that what it was? It was good. I like his stuff. See, these are gonna be Silence of the Lambs. That's a, very, a great movie. Pulp um, Fiction's a good movie. The Godfather, man, is a all, you, both of those. You got to invest a lot of time. Um, top movies of all time. Okay, so I am on the right thing. It's just find uh, hundred best movies of all time, right there, right below your no. You was Rotten on it. Tomatoes. No, right oh, there. That one. Time out. No, the one above it. I've never right heard there. of these. Is what, just is what scares, click on it and see what, what it scares is. me. I try to go to a reputable source. It's, well, in fact, we was on one and they gave hundred best movies of all time. Gone with the Wind's going to be on here. And Amadeus, I, I did not see. Hurt Locker was really good. Like it, how? That's no okay. So that's ninety nine. Let's see if we can. Mad like, Max Fury Road. So it's ninety eight on this one, okay. and it's number one, best ever. On the on the other one, Truman Show. 
Let me see if I can get like to the top 25. I'm going to skip past a lot of this. Finding Nemo, Silence of the Lambs is number 95. Boy, I can't wait to see what they've got up at the top. Um, okay, now I'm going to scroll really, really fast for just a second. Uh, what number are we at? Oh, fuck, 71. we're just at 70s. 50s, 40s, 30s, um, add. Rosemary's Baby. Oof. I never saw it. Uh, about the girl gets knocked up by, by the Satan, devil. right? Yep. And Taxi it's Roman driver. Polanski, another hypocritical fucker that Hollywood loves. Um, Apocalypse Now, I just saw it. Night of the Hunter, never heard of it. Okay, so here we go. We'll go to the top 20. How about that? Uh, People got shit to do. Oh, fuck, I went way too far. Singing in the Rain's number. All right, 15, Modern Times. Never There's heard of it. See, Charlie we're going to get into, like, no. all of this shit. North, North by Northwest, I've seen it's nothing great. Alfred Hitchcock? Yep. You got to be in the mood for Alfred Hitchcock. Dr. Strangelove? Yeah, never mind. Yeah, see, it's going to be Singing in the Rain, Psycho. Nope. I never saw the original one. Saw the one with Vince Vaughn. Vertigo. Alfred Hitchcock. Citizen Kane? Nope. I wasn't a big fan of it. Schindler's, Schindler's List. Great movie. I hadn't seen it. It's very good. Lord of the Rings. Not into that shit. Pulp, Pulp Fiction is a very good movie. City Lights. By Charlie. Cha- There's no way Charlie Chaplin's got three in the top hundred. Well, or, what about Alfred Hitchcock? No, same way. Casablanca is a good show. What was it about? It said not enough sex. Twelve Angry Men. Nope. Number one, The Godfather. Very good show. Yeah, it's good, but it's excellent. Is it worth number one? It is a great. Great movie. Three hours long. It is a great movie. That's another thing that goes into my criteria of a great movie is can I sit down in one sitting and watch it? I have The Godfather many times. It's a good show. I've watched it once. You can't... That's the thing with Braveheart. I can't sit down. And I I hadn't seen Braveheart any of them. Um, so... But, we, like, I want, I want two hours max is all that I've got. If I've got two hours to sit down and watch a show, I'm going to look for something that was made between 19... 58 and 1975 and I'm going to look for something with John Wayne and a World War or a World War II movie at that time cuz I enjoy those. Mm-hmm. I like everything about those. Today's modern movie Odyssey. I don't like. Even when they redo World War II movies most of them. The Fury's a great movie. Oh fuck, Fury. That's, that is a great great movie right How there. How did I forget about Fury? You know, but Citizen Have you seen Citizen Kane? Yeah, long long time ago. Most of the old ones I don't like. Uh never heard of that. God dang one. it, what's the one um Tiffany's, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Never seen it. It's it's a good show. Uh, oh, the one in the park. There's another one from back in the time. There's some of them old ones that are really good. Um, Rich Man, Poor Man, or something. There's a movie, and I can't remember the name of it from back in the day. That's about a guy that's wealthy that marries a poor girl, and she dies of cancer or something. And right in the you know, and they it, it's I can't remember the name. It's a really good show too. But there's some old movies I've watched that are really good. But most of the movies today, I cannot stand. Yeah. I really can't. There's very few movies today that I think you know that was really a good. The cinema well put together. Yeah, the cinema photography is amazing these days. The cameras and stuff, but they just don't tell the stories like the, you know, like Cry Macho, was really not even that great a movie, but it was really good that I liked. But it's nothing that's going to win any awards. But it, it, but Clint Eastwood, it's it was just well put together. Now here's here's a list that might be more suited to me. We got seven at number twenty. This is top movies according to IMBD. That's on Pluto right now. I've got I got Pluto. Oh, see this not. all this Jackie Chan shit. One, One foot the cookie. That's a really good show. 
That's that's a good show, but it's one of the movies I can't believe someone hasn't redone it. Goodfellas. That's a good show. Good, good show. They're running out of Italian actors to make them <laughs> things. Because every time there's a new one, the, the, what was the one we watched the, with Jimmy Hoffa? That, that yeah, it was all those guys. Yeah, what show was that though? The uh, Irishman. That great it all, show. It was all them though. Yeah, and they're fucking all dying. Lord of the Rings, Inception. Okay, so I'm 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 digging it. I like Inception. Forrest Gump. I can't eh. stand Tom Hanks now, but that is a good show. I had a history teacher. So this, any of you young people that are out there that are taking world history or American history after 1950, if you have to cram for a test, just watch Forrest Gump. It covers all the highlights from 1950 on to whenever it was made, 1990s. Fight Club. That's the greatest movie of all time. I've never seen it. You've never seen Oh, you got to stop what you're doing right now and go watch Fight Club. I don't like those kind of shows, though. It's on Prime. Oh, I got to watch it. It's kind of like uh, Zach wanted to watch uh, what him and mom watched when he was going to paramedic school. God dang it. Uh, about the guy that beat the shit out of everybody. It was a series that was a no. It wasn't. He was a UFC fighter, and his brother was gay, and his dad. Oh, was Kingdom, Kingdom yeah. on uh, Netflix. Yeah. yeah, and I just couldn't get into that. That was it the was, Punisher's. Was the other one. Oh yeah, the Punisher's. I'll good. tell you a show that I like. Punisher's we're, good. We were giving everybody all we're doing is talking about movies today. Well, that's okay. The Mechanic. I hadn't seen it. The the, the movie was really good. You've got Prime. Mm-hmm. I know you do. I'm not watching that. You shit. need to watch Fight Club. No, it's a it's a it's a good one. Lord of the Rings. Not again. watching that shit. That's a good, good movie right there. The ugly. That's the one I was thinking about earlier. It's on DirecTV. Clint Eastwood. How can anybody not like Clint Eastwood? That's the America we need back. Just a badass. Just, John just, Wayne. just movies like that that are good tales. Schindler's List. I haven't seen it. What's it on? Maybe I can watch it. Fubo. Nope. Don't have any of that. Twelve Angry Men again. Well, hold on. Stop a minute. I want to read what that's about. A smaller skim of her that does nothing to listen to it. Film said. Juror's Room is a 12-man debate a murder case. Oh. Huh. Well, that'd be interesting. It's called It's called what now? 12 Angry 12 Men. 12 Angry Men. I'm going to look that up. Uh, you, you can only watch it on iTunes. Dark Knight again. Godfather Part 2. I thought Part 2 was as good as Part 1 was. Part 1 and number 1 is Shawshank. That's a really That's good show, too. That's not been on any list, either. Green Mile. Green Mile That's a good. great movie. Stephen King. I'll tell you another really good movie that had a good story, and you can see Halle Berry get banged on it, is Monsters Ball. Mm, it was okay. What about Sling Blade? Uh, it's a little slow. But, yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of, a lot of uh, good stuff in it, but it's a little slow. I read a really good book while we were on the <laughs> And I don't know if, if my attention span is changing either, but, like, a lot of these slower, slower movies are just... Like, if I haven't seen it already, it's tough to get invested into it. A guy asked me if I'd give a review on here about a book I read. I read Black Flags, oh, Blue Lord. Waters, an epic history pirates. of America's most notorious pirates. It's a really good story, and I learned a, I learned a lot on reading this book. I did not realize in the 1600s how much of the economy was based on pirating in the Northeast of the United States. The city of Boston... Their whole economy was based on pirating. They would all them pirates would come from Jamaica, the Bahamas, that whole area up there, and they would come up there. And those people would get the governors and the rich people in Boston. They would they would pay for these guys to go on these these sailing these these pirate trips. 
mm-hmm. and they would get a percentage off that boat that was made. And it was big money, big, big, big money. An average guy back then would make 25 pounds a year was his salary. Right. It, on one on one pirating cruise, they might, 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 their share might be 500 to 5,000. But they would spend their money in these in these different deals. But it is a that was that was a it's a really really good book if you like old history, and a lot of stuff, especially that area from Portsmouth, New Hampshire, down to the Cape Cod, and even New York City. They talk a lot about a lot of it and a lot of stuff in the Caribbean. And it was a really it was a really good 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 book. One of the most notorious pirates, of course, is Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. The other pirate, and I can't think of his name right now off my hand. Christopher Columbus. No. He wasn't a pirate. Yes, he was. Christopher Columbus? Explorer Christopher Columbus established contact between Europe and the lands that were later named the Americas at the end of the 15th century. He was the first pirate. They don't talk about him. Well, technically. Right. He was an explorer. He was explorer more than he was known as a pirate. I'm sure all of them pirated a little bit. Did he steal a lot of shit? I don't know if he did or not. Other than Native Americans land? Let's look at that. Did Christopher Columbus steal? (laughs) It's competing. You can get an Indian... Or Native American. Anyways, in this book, there was a guy who was a wealthy plantation owner. And I think he was in Jamaica. And that guy turned to pirating. They said he just lost his mind one day, went out and bought him a big pirate ship and started pirating everywhere. Really? And him and Blackbeard ran partners, and Blackbeard would kind of oversee him. They finally ended up just taking his boat and just setting him on the beach somewhere. Now, who was Blackbeard? Blackbeard was just a, a pirate. Was he ruthless or was he All of fairly them were ruthless. nice? No, they were ruthless people. But they, you know, it's funny they had democracy on those boats. Really, they would vote on different things. If they would, you know, do you want to go attack this boat? And they'd have a vote. Really? Yep. And they do a lot of that kind of stuff. If you were a good captain to your crew and you treated them well, when the pirates would come to your crew, they would ask the the, the sailors, and if they was like, "No, he's a good guy. He treats us well and stuff," they would a lot of time would let them leave. Sometimes they'd let you leave with your ship. They hmm. just take all the shit off of it. it's good. If you're a bad guy, they'd cut your intros out and throw you in the ocean. Oof. They were pretty ruthless on a lot of things. But they usually, when they would take over a boat, they would see who, you know, the sailors were not very loyal. Really? No. And if they were on a boat and the pirates attacked it and they took over, a lot of them would just decide to join your forces and then they'd be pirates on that ship taking over other people's ships. Hmm. But anyways, they stole, they took a lot of gold, a lot of jewelry. There's a lot of shipwrecks everywhere. But our whole basis of our finances around Boston and stuff, a lot of that was off of uh, was 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 stolen money, and um, one of the really big targets of these people were the Muslims. Really? Yeah, they would take them to go from India to in that area over there, and the Muslims would go to Mecca, and they would take all their jewels and all their stuff, and they would take these boat rides over there, and these these pirates would go and they would attack them. And uh, the East Indian Trading Company, they, they got kicked out of some countries and stuff because they, they would side with pirates or the pirates would be against them. A lot of politics in there, but it was really an interesting book on how the, how the pirate ship worked and all the... That was a rough life. It's always been a rough life. It has been. You're right. And, Up and, until about 60 years ago. And then we talked... Me and you listened to a podcast coming home and a guy... And I wish I could tell the book. I've read it too. Command, what was it? Comanche? Oh, uh... Comanche Empire Moon? of the Rising Sun or Empire something? Empire of the Comanche Moon, maybe. No, it wasn't that. Joe Rogan had the author on, and we listened to that podcast. I've read the book. It's a great book. talks about Quanah Parker and his mom and her idiot fucking uncles that left the gates open. <laughs> they left the gates open? That's how the Indians 
a tech. Yeah, they had just left the fucking gate. They built a fort, but they leave the fucking gates open to go work in the fields. Oh, really? Yeah. So the Indians attacked them, and then they just went right into the damn because the gates were open. Hymns of the Republic. Why? Why the fuck can't I find? It? Um, what was it called? Ah, oh, shit! I got it on my pictures. <coughs> I just Empire read. of the Rising Sun. What was it? I just read the book the other day. You did? Yeah. I read it when I was in Camp Port of Arden. Empire of the Summer Moon. Yep. Great book. Great, 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 great book. I got two new books to read that Mom bought me that just got here while we were gone. Well, one of them I took with me on my trip and didn't even get a chance to read it yet. And it's called, it's Peter Schweitzer's new book. I'm reading The Boy Crisis right now. Is that good? Uh, Yeah, it's a, I mean, there's a lot of facts and stuff, but boys it, it what it's talking about is the uh epidemic of fatherless boys and what it what it leads to i believe there is a big problem with that in our country and well, you I see mean, a ton of it gangs boy young kids are always going to look young boys especially are always going to look for that father figure and you know when they don't have one that's when they turn to gangs and stuff gangs are the families for most of those kids and it's the first time in their life they've had something they're a part of right the older guys <laughs> look after those young guys now, those young guys are doing a task for them, whether it starts out as, you know, being Cigarettes. a snitch on the corner. Mo most of them start out as a lookout on the corners. You know, they sit on the corner and they make a whistle. They do something if someone's coming, if they think the police are on the deal, and then it turns into something else. And then the next thing you know, you've got to go shoot somebody. Or, But that's the first time they've had anybody that's cared about them, and they, they – they feel a bond towards those people. But boys are also more susceptible to being diagnosed with ADHD. Um, boys, I never thought about that, but that is that is true. Yeah, all that it's just it's just rambunctiousness is all that it is. But boys are not properly socialized with a father figure, so that leads to them being more rambunctious in the classroom, where they're told just to sit down and shut up. Um, if you look at boys from the nineteen, so when the women's rights movement kicked off and women started working in the workforce and they cut our uh, wages in half thanks a lot women you want to know why wages are stagnant it's because there's more people to choose from but um women have always had a sense of purpose boys now that uh there's not as much manual labor and machines are kind of taken over and there's more people in the workplace boys are kind of left with a purpose gap not everybody has a, a sense of direction, whereas a woman, if she has a couple kids and a, and a family to take care of, well, that's just that's her purpose. Um, so, and then they can also be breadwinners now. And really, guys have kind of taken a, a back seat in the new this new world that we find ourselves in. How how do people not? How how do people have a family? And this always strikes me because I run into people like this. They have a family, they have children, and they have no sense of responsibility to take care of them. What do you mean? I, just, I, I know a ton of men like that. They got two kids, they don't ever see them, or they don't do nothing with them. I just, and, and there's someone listening to this, you're guilty of this, and I don't understand you, and I don't understand how. And I'm not talking about the guy that's got the wife, the ex-wife, and she's hard, she makes it hard for him to visit kids. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the guy that's got kids, and he just don't do nothing with them. I don't understand that. Women also file for divorce seventy percent of the time. Um, Men are probably hard to live with. Well, but but um, you know guys just like that, right? And you're but, a, you're a very good dad. 
it also said that, so if a woman, if a man asked a woman what her job was, if she said she was unemployed, that would not have any bearing on whether or not the man dated her or not. If a woman asked a man what his job is and he said he's unemployed, uh, you're undateable. If you had a daughter and she I was, and she was going out with a guy and he didn't have a job, what would you tell her? He's a fucking his, loser. Get rid of his ass. Yeah. But when you look at the workforce climate. If your son brought home a hot chick and she didn't have a job, would you care? No. That's but, right. But, but what it's saying is, is if you look at the jobs that are out there, the biggest, the biggest expansion in the workforce has been schooling, nursing, and there was another one for, for like, people. But men are not primarily nurses. They're not educators more than women are. So if you look at kind of where the jobs are, it's not really suited for a whole lot of men. And the dangerous jobs are becoming less and less. Well, I mean, you don't see, you know, the 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 days of erecting a two hundred story skyscraper pretty well over. Probably so. We're 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 in this country's in a bind right now for lots of employees though, electricians, HVAC guys. We're not building skyscrapers, but we're building all the time, and it's exploding because we've got more mouths to feed, more places to put them. But that's what's saying. If we could get to like a vocational type of education system, we'd be a lot better off for young boys. Because for the last fifty years, it's been you got to go to college, you got to get a degree, and you got to come out and find find a job. Where we're not we're not preaching to young boys. Go to vocational school. Get your get become a master electrician. Become a plumber. So we've kind of done a disservice to our kids in the education system because we preached the narrative for so long. You've got to go to college. You've got to get this degree. And they look down on people like plumbers and electricians and carpenters. They've all, they've just been told this fantasy of you've got to go to college. You got to go to college. You got to get a degree and you got to come out. Well, I think the world's changing on that way. I hope pretty quick. I hope I had a, (laughs) I was reading, I was doing some of my education stuff for judge school and I was reading some stuff the other day. It was an it was a arrest report I was reading about and stuff. And there was a, a domestic violence call at a house, and they had a problem and stuff. And they got in a fight. And the lady was the lady and the man both neither had jobs, mm-hmm. neither worked, both multiple felonies for drug convictions and stuff, and blah blah blah. And they got in a, a fight, waiting on the guy to put the new internet and satellite TV in. <laughs> And this is all I got out of that. How the they fuck don't have do a two job? people don't have a fucking job yeah. get the internet? That, and, that, and I asked another judge that. He's like, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I mean, it just I was thinking, how the fuck can they afford $200 a fucking month if they don't have a job? I'm sure there's some program for them. They are. And that's, what and that's was, another thing. Uh, in my opinion. flew I'm not, all over me. I've not read this in this book, but we've made. There's too many programs for people to be lazy and worthless. You want to be lazy and worthless? Well, there's probably a program where you can get free internet and cable. When, when we got to cut all that shit out. We got to. There has to be repercussions for people just not being good members of society. If you want, we got too many fucking losers. Is the problem? Yes. If you want more, go work harder, get you an education, learn a trade, do something, and help yourself. It's everywhere. I mean, I don't know how. To be honest with you, I don't know how people are poor. I know how people are poor. I don't know how poor people survive because your monthly bills. I'm not talking about a vehicle. I'm not talking about a vehicle's insurance. 
And I'm not talking about buying gas, which are three huge things right now for people. I'm talking about the basic necessities that people think they need to have. Everybody thinks they need to have internet in their house. Obviously. Everybody thinks they need to have a cell phone. Mm -hmm. Most people don't have to have a computer because they use a cell phone for everything. Right. I still use a laptop a lot, but they got to have a cell phone and they've got to have internet. Mm -hmm. Those two bills alone right there and satellite TV or streaming device or whatever, you're going to spend 200 to $250 a month. How do they afford that shit? That's not counting buying food. That's not counting. I mean, just it's $250 a fucking month. Like I said, I'm, I'm sure there's some program out there somewhere where you can qualify for free internet or reduced internet. You and might that, only be paying $10 a month for this internet. You that, probably, you know, they're giving cell phones away. It, it just What's your water bill, about $80 a month? Oh shit! I don't need. It's about. I know. No, I, I think I, it's like. 60. No, it's it's the, the the minimum. I think is sixty six. Oh. But anyways, let's say you've got just a seventy dollar water bill. You got a seventy dollar water bill. But Most, they're not paying a full water bill. They're on. They're there's on. There's very few reduced rates in that unless you live in the projects. I'm just talking about for the basic person now. I'm not talking about anything. With a home. With a home. Okay. Your water bill is going to run you seventy dollars a month. Okay. Your electric bill for the average home is going to be two hundred to three hundred dollars a month. Okay. Okay. Then you're going to have a gas bill. Ours was enormous this last month. My, my gas bill was 120 bucks. Ours was 140 And that's for me because we don't have hardly any gas in the house other than some heat. Right. Okay. So that's another $100 a month. And then you talk about your homeowner's insurance. Mm -hmm. That's anywhere from 200 to 1000 depending on how much kind of house you have and what, how much stuff you have in it. That's, you know, fuck, you're talking. You're, how much did you say homeowners was? 200 to 600 a month oh, depending right, on what yeah. you have. Okay. You know, yeah. like I've got a bunch of. I have a whole lot of content insurance because we have a lot of antiques and stuff. For somebody that just wants a minimal amount, it's not as much. Yeah. But I'm going to say 200 to $600. No, you're, right. you're right. You know? And that's not even <coughs> counting, you know, your phone, your cell, and all that shit. The average home is going to have 1500 to $2,500 a month, not counting the house payment. Or groceries. That's right. You hadn't mentioned groceries no, yet. Or a house payment. I don't have a house payment. I hadn't had one in years. Or a vehicle payment. That's right. Insurance that's for right. the vehicle. Gas, which the, is... The average person, an now. average family is going to have $5,000 a month overhead. Yeah. time And some a lot more and some some less than that. But that's $60,000 a year. Mm. Just to break even. Just in to this break world. even. Not to be able to put them fucking money back. <laughs> $5,000 a month just to live. Yeah. How, how, how do these people get by that... that that are making ten, fifteen dollars an hour, and there's, they have kids. There's programs for everything, and that's just you're, that, get, you're getting okay. a shit. Number one, you're getting a, a ton of money for each kid that you have. That fucking pisses me off. Which so you're incentivizing having uh, multiple kids you can't multiple afford. kids that you cannot afford already. So now you're back on the government tit. I mean, I just we got too many programs for too many losers, and all that's doing is creating more generations of losers because these people see their their parents make it, and they've never had a full time job, and now all of a sudden, all I got to do is fill out this paperwork, and then I'm going to get these things. And but they, it's we got scary the same to people say, living in the projects have lived here since I've lived in Knox City. It's thirty it's, years. It's scary to think this, and I had this conversation with a friend. But maybe the only way we fix where we're at is if we had another major war, if we had another another big time draft. What? The problem all is these, all these gender changes and shit like that. I mean, guess what? You're going over there and you're fighting for your motherland. Good yeah. fucking luck. You might yeah. want to dye your hair back from pink because you're going to be yeah. a target over if there. If you're a guy and you're thinking about getting your dick cut off, it ain't going to matter if someone's shooting at your ass. But I think a lot of the problems that we see in society today would, unfortunately, 
probably be solved with another major conflict and another. You're putting your name in this hat, and if your number's drawn, you're going over there tomorrow. You're welcome to boot camp, motherfucker, for six weeks. Since Vietnam, 1970, let's say, that's 50 years ago. We haven't really had a major conflict. conflict. We've, you know, we went to right. the guys that fought the Middle East. I'm not, I'm not right negating anything you did right. or anything, but you signed that paper, correct? And yes. and, and I appreciate what you did. And I'm not trying to come off no. anyways on that because I'm not right. against that at all. And I appreciate what you did. And I know it was a serious deal, and people died. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is there wasn't a draft, right? Where people didn't have a choice, right? You're like, going and you're fighting. Like when my dad graduated high school in 1962. You had to either go to the military or mm-hmm. go to college, or you had to have a reason you weren't in the military. But that was it. Right. You know, you didn't have a choice. Well, in 1966, 67, 68, 69, I don't know what the percentage is, but there's a big percentage of everybody that graduated high school was going to end up in Vietnam. Well, we haven't had that since then, and so you might be on to something because these people have, don't have any patriotism. Military builds discipline in people, and they don't have any discipline. Right. And in the military, guess what? If you're a private, it don't matter what you have on the outside, you're still a fucking private and a grunt, just like everybody else is. This says two-third... Hold on. Myth. Common belief is that most Vietnam veterans were drafted. Fact. Two-thirds of the men who served in Vietnam were volunteers. Two-thirds of the men who served in World War II were drafted. So 66% of everybody fighting in World War II. Well, the problem was, though, is when you graduate high school in World War II, you graduate high school on a Friday, and on Monday you were lined up right. getting on a bus to go somewhere to fight. It wasn't people standing out wanting to anti-war people were everywhere. Because Approximately everybody, 70%, 70% of those killed in Vietnam were, volu- were volunteers. But how many people served at that time? <laughs> 66%? What do you mean? How many people... How many 18-year-old kids in 1967 had to serve in the military, I wonder? Oof. That, that's what I'm getting at. Is how, there was a big percentage of them. Nowadays, you don't know a lot of kids that sign up for the military. Right. But I see a lot of kids walking the streets at 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22, and they don't, have, they don't get shit going in life. The average age of military men who died in Vietnam was 22.8 years old. One of the hundred... One... Of the 101 18-year-old draftees who died, seven of them were black. So there, I guess this is saying that there were only 101 18-year-old draftees that died in Vietnam. But so. well, it's, it's a horrible deal. and But, I mean, you just you think about it, and, I mean, maybe, you know, we've had it. Nobody's got any skin in the game anymore. No. Not like they had a long time ago. And, I mean, if you want to be a fuck-up loser and stay at your house and watch Netflix all day, you can do it. No, we, but we should be paying the bill for that. <coughs> I agree. I, I've never. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, you know, there was a time when you lived in the projects in Knox City, you couldn't have cable TV. You couldn't have satellite TV. And maybe, I mean. You could have but, cable. But, but, but where, do you, where do you draw the line on how do, you, how do you vet these people is what I'm getting at. How do you, you know, because I agree. If if you're not going to have a full time job and you're living on the government's dime, you shouldn't you shouldn't be comfortable all the time. You shouldn't be as comfortable as you are. Now if you there get, should be there should be cost to what you're doing. If you get free food, free place to live, a reduced rate on all your fucking bills. Why? What, what's the? I but want I mean, more out of life. 
but a lot of people do don't. A lot of people just want and, the status quo, and, and as they, long as my bills are paid for, and I'm got AC in the summertime, I'm happy. And the government pays for all that shit, right? See, and I, I don't, I don't. But there has to be a vetting system. I mean, and I and you it's know, a horrible probably, system. It's going to be have one where they can just walk into a fucking test and flunk on purpose, so that you know their IQ is below a certain standard, and you fake a limp or something when you walk in, and I got sciatica, and I, I don't, don't know. I don't know how things are. I don't know how things were in 1964, and I don't know how things were in 1974. I kind of remember 1984. I was 15, 16 years old, so I really didn't. You know, it was a different world when we live in now. But I can't imagine in 1974, if you were unemployed living in the projects and people were looking for work and you weren't working, that you walked into the grocery store and everybody didn't look at you like you were a fucking loser. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nowadays, if you don't work and you get government money and you pull out the old fucking Lone Star card to buy your groceries, nobody thinks nothing of it. Yeah. I personally, if I had to use a food stamp to buy my groceries, I would fucking not eat probably because I'd be embarrassed. See there, Jeff. Maybe that's what you need to do. Just lose all the weight organically. Just go would on you, welfare. Would you not be embarrassed to have to use a welfare card? Yeah. Um, okay. So this it's time of death. Fourteen thousand. We're twenty years old. Eighteen. No. What I meant was, I wonder how many people serving in Vietnam were were. I wonder what the, not not even serving in Vietnam. I wonder what the percentages of kids drafted in nineteen sixty eight were. Because like today in the military is all I want to know. I wonder if thirty seven percent of everybody that was eighteen years old had to serve in the military were drafted, or I wonder if it was sixty percent or twenty percent is all I'd like to know. I wonder what the percentages of kids were drafted in nineteen sixty eight. Of it, that would just be draftees, and it would be one third. So thirty three percent of all people got drafted into the military. This one says twenty five percent. So 648,000 were drafted, okay. according to this stat. So one-fourth of every kid that graduated from high school is going to get drafted. Right. That, that, that's what I meant. I wonder, I wonder what the percentage is now. Nowadays, serving in the military, I'm going to bet it's less than 5%. Nobody's drafted. Just how many kids end up going into the military, I'm going to bet it's 5%. Oh. Well, today is this is draftees. No, 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 no. We're not drafting no more. Back then, that's I, know, what I know. I understand. But yeah, twenty five percent went in. A fourth of all the kids were drafted graduated high schools got Vietnam. drafted into Vietnam. One fourth of all the kids. That's what I. That's what I'm curious. Nowadays, we got five percent probably going to the military. And um, and 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 it may not yeah. even be five percent. Might be one percent. I think Tapain told me one time that one percent of the population serves in the military. Regardless of what it is, you may be on to something that that's what it's going to take for our world to catch back up and people start being accountable for themselves. Because there's nobody accountable. After World War II was over, if you come back and you didn't want to do shit, there wasn't nobody going to hand you money. Mm -mm. According to the census, two, this is 2000, so it's 20 years old, but I don't see anything more. Roughly 0.5% of the population. So less than one percent sign up for the military these days. That's twenty. That's twenty years old. So. Well, that's probably pretty close, though. I bet it's it might be worse even. So it, the share of the U.S. population is declining. Twenty eighteen. This says seven percent were veterans. So that means that they had. But that mean that's just all that that's taking all veterans. So it was down in nineteen eighty. Eighteen percent of the population was veterans. Was a war veteran. 2018, that was down to 7%. We 
need accountability with young people. <clears throat> and, I, I, and, and, and the thing is, we're preaching to people whose kids are accountable. You know, yeah. I, I put on there the other day that, you know, in Ukraine, I saw where they, uh, all those kids signed up to fight for their country. Mm-hmm. People everywhere right. did. Yeah. Well, would we see that in America? I, I don't think so. I don't. I, if New York City was getting invaded today by France, which, you know, that shit ain't ever going to happen, but by a foreign country invaded New York City, and we need and people called arms, sign up to fight. I don't have a lot of faith in the under thirty crowd. Now I know some kids under thirty that would sign up. There's no doubt about it. But in the people I'm friends with, those kids would probably do it because they're raised different. But the average American kid nowadays, they don't give two shits. The United States ended the draft for military service in 1973, transitioning motherfucker, transitioning to. All volunteer force that exists today. At that time, the active component of the military, excluding the Coast Guard, comprised 1.9 million men and women, or about 1% of the population. Now, there are about 1.3 million active duty personnel, or less than one half of 1% of the U.S. population. That's from CFR.org. Okay, that's probably pretty damn close and accurate then. And that is a year old. Okay, so there's just not that many people serving like they used to be. Half of a percent of the yes. population. Those people that are in the military, I don't care what their background is, they've learned discipline. Sure. And when you they know? retire from the military, they will become good good citizens. Whether what, what, what they spend they'll four be active citizens uh, for what we got going on here. Whether it's four years or 25 years. Right. They're going to, no matter how long they serve, they've learned some discipline. And they've learned some work, and they had to work, and they had to grow up. Now, their kids should learn some of that from their parents also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There will be a trickle down effect. Gen- there will be a generational effect just by off you know the discipline that they've gotten uh, in the military. But <clears throat> I don't know, and I don't even know how we got onto that. But I don't oh, the, the boy crisis and men not having a sense of purpose and the. We've traded uh, muscle for machine is what this guy says. So a lot of truth to it. And, you know, like I said, with <clears throat> the preaching of go to college and not vocational school. How many people, I'll give you another quick tidbit, and I don't even know the numbers on it. When I was a kid growing up, every kid knew what a shovel was. Yeah. And a pick mm-hmm. and a hoe. Every kid. And every kid had had to use one of them sometime in their life. And their dad did. Mm-hmm. How many kids today that are 14 years old have had to use one of those tools? I can tell you, just on my career as a hunting guide, that number is shrinking. Because we don't dig very often, and we don't dig like we used to years ago. But there were a couple times this year where we did like the little butt pillow where we would dig out and put the dirt like behind you. Um, they, don't, they don't know how to use a shovel. They, they think that they can muscle it with their arms. And many times, like I said, we didn't do this very often, but there were always a couple kids in each group. I'd be like, listen, if you use your foot, it will be a whole lot easier for you. But they just try to upper arm strength it and do this. And, and <laughs> I mean, you know, back 10 years ago, whenever we would introduce the shovel to the spread, Everybody knew how they were going to dig. You'd catch the occasional guy trying. But to, everybody knew uh, how to use uh, a fucking shovel. They'd press down and you know use the lever action. You know, every once in a while you see a city slicker and he try to he try to upper arm it and use all arm strength and you have to go up to him like listen. 
This ain't a snow shovel. I understand. Shovel. Yeah, like you're going to need to press with your foot. But, yeah, like I – and we didn't even use shovels very often, and I had to go up to kids and be like, you're going to get a lot farther faster if you use your foot. Now, I saw a video the other day, a guy using a T-post driver. Oh, and, and like, was beating it. Like a hammer? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, buddy? It just Those suck. Far, kids, they suck. We bad. need more farm kids. Oh yeah, big time. I mean, that's that's we we've gotten kids out of the farm. Everybody lives in the metropolitan mm-hmm. area. We need country kids again. We need that good old country boy. Country kids can get by a lot better. We have the same issues with country kids. You have a big city kids, but it seems like they have work ethic. Uh, Elon Musk shared a stat, so I guess there's going to be a major population decline by the end of the century. Major. Because people, we're already below the replacement threshold. Well, that's not a bad thing. Uh, we're not going to have no workers, though. And you've told me that, and I've thought more and more about that, and you're right. Ten years from now, that that's a lot of our problems right now, too, is there's no service people anymore. There's nobody knows how to do anything. There's nobody wants oh. to work. Twenty years from now, we're really going to be in trouble. Oh, yeah. I mean, I who's going to take care of the old people? The good thing is, is if I can teach my kids a little bit of discipline and, and how to, you know, create something and work hard, they're going to have a big leg up because there's just not going to be a whole lot of people, and especially their grandkids. But as, as this, I'll, uh, I'll pull up Elon's, you know, the article that he shared. But it's, it's frightening tale by the end of the century. Yes, it is. All right, let's get off We're here. We're an aging population that is not getting married and not having kids anymore. So... All right, we got to go. It sounds like I got a sick kiddo. Jameson's got a fever. Uh oh. He's got a poop. All right. God bless you. Talk to you later. Bye. Go check out all of our sponsors. Check out Steak Plains Meat, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Gun Dog Outdoors, Looking Glass Duck Club Podcast, Lucky Duck, Dirty Duck Coffee, Shin Gear Waiters, Pacific Calls, Boss Shot Shells, Dive Bomb Industries, and Alpha Outdoors. <laughs>